0: Hello, my name
1: is...
0: (laughs) Hi, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Britt. And this is Skeletales.
1: This is the podcast that answers the age-old question of, is my dead
0: grandma watching me? So Britt, you know, when you're going down the highway, and you gotta be somewhere like five minutes ago, and every time run into construction run into traffic you're like fucker you're alone in the car but then mm-hmm. your eyes just like glance on over to that left that hov lane that carpool lane that high occupancy vehicle lane and uh-huh. there, it's just empty empty uh-huh. and you're like you know what fuck it fuck it hop in that lane do a little glance for posterity over your shoulder to pretend there's a kid in the back grandma saw that Oh, it's shame she's so ashamed that was so stupid I'm trying to think of the <laughs> bad things I do
1: I know that's what makes it so hard because we're such good girls
0: <laughs> I, I did that today but but I do always wonder how a baby counts as another person or even a child
1: I mean, not in life. How they count as a person?
0: <laughs> Alyssa. No, not in like life in general. Like in the HOV lane. It's not like i they're saving gas. My kid's not oh, to be not driving like their own car. Oh, it's not like you're
1: carpooling to work and your baby's in a suit and they need to be in the office carpooling or whatever. Yes, I see it's what not you're
0: saving a car from the road because babies can't drive if babies could drive like or a kid even like I just don't understand how that well, even saves you
1: I guess they could put a little asterisk next to the HOA beep, beep, except for babies it, babies aren't humans
0: <laughs> but like if you get pulled over in the HOV lane and you count your your baby in the backseat as your second person is that legit? Yeah. that's how I, I operate think,
1: hell yeah that's hell yeah that's legit
0: oh well, that's I'll prejudice fight a, I'll
1: fight a cop on that <laughs> to babies
0: oh, <laughs> You you don't want this baby driving, okay? You want me to let this baby drive itself around? Mm -mm. You would not be
1: happy, officer. No driving,
0: baby. Freaking cars. Anyway, Britt, do we just Alyssa? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Alyssa. Do we just talk about
1: driving babies and? What even were we talking about? I don't about? fucking
0: know. The worst grandma, <laughs> dead grandma intro in history because Brick gave me the wheel.
1: But bam. I, did. I gave you 15 seconds to come, to come up, up with, with one. It. Do we just talk about grandmas and driving babies?
0: HOV lanes? No, thank God we don't. We talk about true tales of the strange, unusual, and Paranormal.
1: I have a whole mishmash of stories. Okay. I've got guardian angels. Ooh. I've got murdered ghosts. Oh. I've got... Um, I don't remember what
0: the other one was I have. I'm I'm hooked. Right? Can't wear, wait to hear those. I've got... To burp. A burp. <laughs> that was a, a ghost. I have a signs from the afterlife. I have a good old haunted, I guess a haunted object. And then um, I guess I just have some funsies, a little funsy, funsy thing that I'll save for the end, I suppose.
1: Do you want to go Well, if you're ending, then I should go first, right? Yes, you go first. Okay, this story comes from Aura. I think that's how you say her name. How do you spell it? Or his name. A-U-R-A. That's absolutely how you say that name, yeah. Aura. Aura.
0: I thought you were going to come at me with some O-U-H-G stuff.
1: Aura. Oh, thank God, no. The story I'm going to tell is about my mom. In the year 1957, my mom was nine years old. She became very sick with the bird flu. She lived in a village in, oh, I'm going to mispronounce it, Michoacan, Mexico, and lived in poverty. She was the second oldest of many siblings, and they shared a small house made out of rocks. She worked alongside with her parents in the fields. My mom was becoming more ill. Her hair started to fall out. and She was having seizures for nine days nonstop. She lost a lot of weight and couldn't stand to eat anymore. She was dying. Her parents traveled from hospital to hospital with her, but no one would take her because they had no money. They started losing hope until they found a small clinic in the middle of nowhere. They went in, and there was one nurse and one doctor. The doctor's name was Dr. Rodriguez. Coincidentally, my mother's last name is also Rodriguez. He was handsome, but in an angelic way that my mom couldn't quite explain. He was very kind and took my mom in right away. The nurse assisted him, and he gave my mom injections that immediately stopped her seizures and healed her. My grandparents thanked him and said that they'll promise to come back and pay him, but he said, don't worry, you don't need to. She'll be better in no time. Just have her rest. Your daughter has a bright future ahead of her. The next day, my grandparents and my mom's older brother traveled for two days to pay him and thank him for saving their daughter. When they arrived The clinic was completely abandoned. No one was in there. They were confused and in disbelief. It was the same clinic in the same location. Dr. Rodriguez and the nurse had saved my mom's life. The doctor was right. My mom did have a bright future. She became a teacher and taught for 45 years, and she's been married for 51 years to the love of her life. She has three daughters and five beautiful grandchildren. Angels really do exist.
0: Love it. Oh, my gosh. There's no follow-up. There's like, no, oh, on this site, there used to be a clinic and there's a plaque to Dr. Rodriguez who died. Oh, that would be cool. I love these kinds of stories. Well,
1: and it didn't even go into detail about how abandoned it was. In my mind, they go and it's like this broke down, decrepit has a shell of a building that no no one could possibly still be practicing out of it
0: yeah hasn't been occupied in years and years and years obviously Mm -hmm. broke down those are like a bit of a time travel and a ghost right or are they just a time travel story where the doctor they went into the past and the doctor is like that was a very strange family that just came in that i just treated (laughs) <laughs> and oh then yeah they oh, promised they
1: c- so old-timey yeah yeah or yeah. er, futury, Ooh. futuristically um if she had the bird flu what medicine it did he inject her with like well this was 50 1957 so yeah it's very interesting like yeah who is dr rodriguez what did they give this poor child
0: It's just magic angel dust. Magic angel dust in general. Because there's not. Like in 1957. Oh, just angel dust. (laughs) That you might be able to find at an abandoned clinic in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, no, because antivirals were not a thing. I don't believe back then. That's for sure. Not in the 50s. Also, though, I don't know a lot about Mexican culture and ancestry, but is Rodriguez really that strange of a name?
1: <laughs> like, Oh, no. Oh, so it wouldn't be a huge coincidence. Oh, a huge coincidence. A but- It'd be like here, Anderson, Dr. Anderson. Oh, well, guess what? The first time we ever had to take Ellis to the doctor, he had croup, and they uh, gave him some um, uh, mist or whatever to breathe to help with the uh, cough, and <laughs> the doctor came in, and she's like, Hi, I'm your doctor, Jessica Pepper. And there was a long pause and I said, your name is Dr. Pepper. And she thought that it was the least funny thing on the whole planet, but I was like, come on.
0: You (laughs) got to kind of lean into that. I mean, of course, I'm sure you're the first one to mention that. Odin's going to a new allergist um, pretty soon here and, and his name is Dr. Dooms. Oh, a pretty, little ominous. A little ominous, but still cool. That's like a Marvel guy, Dr. Doom. So I'm pretty excited. Oh, pretty much the okay. only reason he's getting our business is because his name is Dr. Dooms. I'm like, I'm into it. Let's do this. I want to say they've had a Dr. Vader. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I just, okay. I'm, okay. I think I'm noticing a trend with me,
1: though. <laughs> I just choosing.
0: Shit. I, I don't even know if they have degrees, honestly, but they got cool ass names.
1: It <laughs> doesn't matter. No. The name is what counts.
0: Do you have a story, Alyssa, for I us today? I do have a story. So my story is from Anna. And Anna says, My husband Ryan passed New Year's Eve 2019. He was mm. 37. For a short time, I tried looking for him. That's in quotes, looking in quotes. I had always heard about visitations and desperately wanted one. All I had were nightmares for months. I gave up and lost my faith in the following year. One day last year, I was going through my laundry and found a ton of his socks. It broke me. I cried into a fistful of his socks for an hour. I eventually was able to make the decision to throw the socks away. I kept his other clothes even to this day. Some people may ask, "Why did I throw his socks away?" And all I can say is, if you know, then you know. 3 days later, I got a text from his mother. She never talks about Ryan or his brother who passed away 10 months before he did. She oh is a gosh. I know, right? She's a very private person when it comes to her feelings and grieving her sons. So imagine my surprise when she texts me about a dream she had. In her dream, her mother, also gone, commented to Ryan, doesn't Anna look beautiful? To which Ryan replied with laughter and said, where are my socks? No. (laughs) There is no possible way she could have known about the socks. She lives in California, and I am in Georgia. We talk every Sunday, but we do not talk about Ryan. I convinced myself that this had to be something spiritual, right? I would like to think it was Ryan being goofy about the socks. In life, he would have reacted the same way if I threw out his socks. He would have (laughs) laughed and said, what the heck, lady? Where are my socks? (laughs) Is there any way to explain this other than it's a coincidence? I do believe in coincidence, but not this specific. That is
1: so wild. I'm just like heartbroken like that's so traumatic for her and the mother-in-law too oh it is so young why are oh so young
0: I know it's very sad that is sad
1: but I also just love like she's asking and like hoping for some sign and then you know it's a very subtle sign but a sign nonetheless you
0: think that's subtle i don't think i think it's not subtle for me as somebody who is on you know more skeptical end of the spectrum of belief and also has yeah. someone who has asked for signs from dead loved ones and wanted them and like, yeah. you know, but maybe I'll look out and see a rainbow and then I'm like, well, that rainbow could have been there. You know, like I'll immediately logic it away. To-
1: I mean subtle in the sense like he didn't come to her in a ghostly form and stand next to her bed and say, I'm here, I love you. You know, like it, it was through another person's dream. Okay. But still, I
0: agree with that. You're right. Okay. That, yeah. As opposed to a looming ghost. Right.
1: Like, right. Scaring well, the shit out that of her. Sense. I mean, definitely a big sign. Big coincidence. R-
0: right. Because if she had had the dream herself, it wouldn't have been that mind blowing. Right. She just threw away his socks. He comes to her in a it dream. It makes sense. Where yeah. Gr- yeah. Mom-in-law on the other side of the country has that dream <laughs> That gives me goosebumps. I love it. I lo- I love
1: that story so much. Also, I am curious though, did she instantly regret
0: giving away the socks? Shit, he's looking for them. <laughs> where I, the I would have been throwing away more shit. I'd been like, boop, let's I'd be testing this, like getting oh, rid of yeah, you know, yeah. his pants are next. And then he shows up, where are my pants? And then my coat, you know, uh, like, and then it's just a naked ghost in all the dreams. And that is all she wants. <laughs> Mission accomplished. No, I don't know. But I think that was cool. And that she, you know, that's very and, cool. and I hope it did restore some of her faith. And there's yeah. something more. Yeah. So that's my first story from Anna. Beautiful. Thank you, Anna, for letting us yes, share that. Anna,
1: I know that that, you know, is, yeah, special. That's awesome. Um, okay, so do you remember a uh, couple of weeks ago I told the story about the semi-truck driver
0: who gave the lady who was very cold... Yes. Um, that, a, another a weird time travel sort of story where, mm-hmm. yes, I love that.
1: His name's Harry. Oh. Harry right, to- tells another story. Harry. Um, so Harry... It sounds like Harry is a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. So he was um semi-truck driver. He uh, mentioned a story about working in a cemetery, which I'll tell one of these days. Um, this story comes from when he was a corrections officer. Uh,
0: Harry, it's called a multi-potentiality. I don't know how to say it. Multi-potentiality.
1: That is Harry He embraces his
0: multi-potentiality. All right, yes. Harry.
1: All right, Harry says, I worked for the Department of Corrections for 23 years till I retired for health reasons. Had many supernatural experiences during my career. The first place I worked was an old camp that had been built back in the 1930s. I was working segregation one night, making my rounds, when I entered the G Wing. I saw an inmate sitting on his bed smoking. I asked him how he was doing. He said, I'm fine. As I stepped away from the cell, I realized, wait, the G-Wing is empty due to repainting. I went back to the cell, and it was empty. The inmate I was speaking to had recently been transferred to a different camp. I found out later that he had committed suicide at the new camp he had gone to. Oh. So first of all, he was not at that camp anymore. He was at the other one. But his ghost was haunting
0: that one. Oh. Prisons. What Chris from um, Paranormal Soul, Soul, Soul Sisters? Sisters. Paranormal. Oh man, they were all about,
1: ripe with haunted. Yeah, yeah, the
0: jails. Like it's not something I would immediately go to as a haunted place. I don't know why, or just like probably like the scariest of haunted places because it's like the bad. Well, she had dudes invited
1: us to go to one um, in Colorado in last tanger- year. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. I think I we were really scared, a little
1: too chicken to follow. I know. Up
0: with that. <laughs> We'll do it. We will do it, Chris. We'll, he, get, we'll
1: get some cojones enough to do it one of these days. Alright, so he has another story from this old camp. Um, we had a ghost that haunted the kitchen we called Jake. The story about Jake was that he was one of the inmate cooks that was killed by another inmate cook with a meat cleaver back in the 1930s. My dad was a correctional officer back in the 1950s, and I asked him if he'd ever heard anything about Jake when he worked there. He said that he'd heard of officers talk about Jake, but hadn't experienced anything himself. Jake would often be heard in the kitchen at night talking in the work area. I could hear it often, words spoken softly, but you couldn't quite make out what was said. Sometimes it would sound like someone slammed something against the old range hood. On the night shift, we ran a minimum staff. The inmates were locked in the dorm during the night hours, and the only people outside would be the yard officer and the sergeant. In the winter time, the yard officer was allowed to sit in the kitchen by the front window to warm up in between making rounds. One winter night around 3 a.m., I had just completed my rounds. It was 18 degrees outside, and it felt some sort of good to be in that warm kitchen. I could hear someone talking in the work area, so I knew Jake was present. I paid him no mind as I was used to it. Then something slammed against the range hood. I just sat there and kept drinking my coffee. Then every pot and pan on the drying rack was thrown across the kitchen into the wash area. I stood up, turned around and said, Jake. It is too dang cold outside for you to try and run me out of this kitchen. You got a nice warm grave to lay in and you need to get your butt back in it. I'm staying here so deal with it. <laughs> I went and put the pots and pans back, then went outside and made another round. He didn't bother me any more after that night. <sighs> First of all, I wish that I could meet Harry in person. He sounds like a gem. But, like, he straight up was like, lectured Jake's ass for being like, You are not getting me out of this warm kitchen.
0: Yeah. Well, he is a corrections officer. He's like, True. You know what? I gotta, I gotta show him who's boss still, even beyond the grave. <laughs> the only, my only thing, the only thing mm-hmm. was that I don't know if graves are cold or warm. A nice warm grave. I've never heard that. That's true. Cold grave. Um, But when you're down, maybe you're closer to the sun or the earth. Maybe it is warm. Yeah,
1: I hadn't thought about that where, uh, in fact, I think it would be colder down there.
0: So, Harry...
1: Come Fun on, check. get your
0: shit together, Harry. No.
1: <laughs> I also like kudos, Harry, for like sitting in that kitchen hearing banging on the range hood and whispers behind him, and he's just like, I'm good. I mean drinking his coffee.
0: Obviously, if he's a corrections officer, I don't think he probably gets spooked too easy, is my my good point. Yeah. Like me or you, we'd be like,
1: um pissing our pants and running away out of there it
0: might actually be completely quiet and we're imagining shit and then we run out of there even though nothing at all is happening we just got this the creep inside of us and then we're like i gotta get out of here it's spooky or you think about i've heard this place is haunted
1: every little creek is a ghost yeah
0: we would not make good correction officers at all we would
1: not not the
0: job oh my of my dreams. Gosh. Well, Harry, love it. Thank you for writing in. That was a very, that's an entertaining tale. So my next story, someone told me about this and I don't know where they heard the story. So I don't, I might have to make up a name. So, Love
1: a story by telephone. Okay.
0: So this is by telephone. So it's probably highly accurate. Take notes. So there is this little girl who one night she runs into her mom's room and says, mom, 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 mom. I need you to get the little girl out of my room. And her mom wakes up and is like, what are you talking about? There's no little girl in my room. And she's like, no, there's a little girl in my room. She keeps bothering me. She wants to play. She comes jumping on my bed. I can't sleep. Please get her out of my room. And the mom's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're probably had a dream. Come sleep with me for you know the rest of the night. So the little girl sleeps with the mom. So then the next day, she doesn't think anything of it. But then the little girl comes up and says, mom, 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 I am like so mad at dad. He will not stop playing with my dollhouse. And he keep won't stop moving all – he's mixing them up. He's moving my toys around in the dollhouse. He's moving the beds. He keeps messing with my dollhouse and all the things inside it. And she's – the mom's like, I really doubt your dad is going into your room and playing with your dollhouse. Um, You know, he probably bumped it while making your bed or doing something in your room. You know, he probably bumped it and accidentally rearranged the things and they all shifted. And so this continued to happen every morning. The same thing. The girls like, mom, dad needs to stop playing with my shit. Someone is messing with my dollhouse and it's making me crazy. And so then one night um, after this goes on for a while, a few weeks at least one night, the her and her husband come in from outside and their older daughter is like, mom, dad, the craziest thing just happened. The craziest thing just happened. So I came downstairs and let's call the little girl Annabelle. Annabelle was in the kitchen and then she walked back to her room and I was following her back to her room just to make sure she got back to bed all right. And when I walked into her room, she was asleep in her bed. Like I, like dead asleep. Like I thought maybe she was messing with me, but no, like she was like asleep, asleep. She was not awake at all. And it, she's like that. If it, it freaked me out. I can't explain it. I swear she was in the kitchen, but she was also asleep in her bed. How does this happen? So the mom is like, okay, that's, that's a little weird. So the next day she asks Annabelle, she's like, so the little girl who you see in your room, what does she look like? Um, and she's like, well, she looks like me. She's got long blonde hair and blue eyes. And then the mom asks like, well, is she was the same age as you. And she's like, no, no, she's a little younger than me. Annabelle was i think like four they said four and this little girl you know she thought maybe the little girl was like 2 or 3 and she's like okay okay and then the mom was talking to her sister on the phone later and telling her about this like freaky shit that's going on right she's like this is freaky like um and as she's on the phone with her sister she realizes she's like oh my god this all started happening when i brought that dollhouse into the house. I trash picked that dollhouse and and put it in her room to play with. Like it never clicked before. This time she realized on the phone as she was telling him, she's like, I got I got that dollhouse on the curb. All this shit started happening when I brought the dollhouse in. The dollhouse is cursed or it's haunted or or the spirit is attached. <laughs> so what do they do with that dollhouse? They freaking throw that dollhouse in the fire pit and burn that shit down. They're like, no more. Don't need a haunted dollhouse in our house. So they burn the dollhouse. And then a couple months later, they have a house fire. And they actually have to go move into a hotel because they they have a house fire. And so while they're staying in the hotel, Annabelle tells her mom, mom, that little girl who was in my room was really mad that we burnt her house down. And so she burnt our house down. (laughs) Get the shit out.
1: What? Isn't that good? (laughs) I swear. This wasn't from like a made up magazine, was it?
0: No, no, no. A friend told me. I
1: got goosebumps on that one. Holy! I wish I knew where the
0: friend heard it, but I know like it was definitely like a very like a real story that they had heard. It happened to someone. That the creepy girl thing was
1: still there. What? Oh my god! That's not the kind of so ghost good. you want. Mm-mm. So uh, no, a, a demonic, revengeful three-year-old. Right? No.
0: <gasps> oh man, I don't think I would have burnt it. Would you have burnt that house if that if you thought it was haunted?
1: I don't like wasting good things that are still useful so i would have just put it on the curb for some other poor soul to pick up and take that haunted little spirit to their
0: house Morning haunted that would be an appeal you could have sold yes. that shit on ebay they
1: do that all the time here's this free trunk haunted
0: yeah and people want it they do want it you can actually mark up the price <laughs> it's a selling haunted. feature yes like haunted at people want i've that seen
1: stuff. on ebay they sell haunted dolls on ebay i know i yes.
0: might be making a trip to goodwill later hold on a sec i have to have a business idea <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey Brett, do you uh, have another story i have one last story okay. um this uh author would like to remain anonymous <clears throat> 42 years ago, I was about five years old. I lived in this horrible, ugly, and dark house. Side note, I have a photo of this house that I will post in the show notes because it is horrible, dark, and ugly. They are correct. Okay. I got earaches so bad that they made my nose bleed. When I would leave to go to the doctors, the nose bleeds would stop. I would hear whispering all the time, and so would my mother. One early morning, I was sitting in my room playing with toys. I heard light footsteps, but they were making a cracking sound on the wood floors. As it got closer to my bedroom door, I looked at the open door and I saw this shadow. It was literally tiptoeing. It was very thin, hunched over, and it had extremely long fingers and fingernails. I froze. It kept going past my room towards my parents' room. I waited a few moments, then summoned the courage to peek my head out. I then saw it at my parents' bedroom door and watched it drop through the floor. (laughs) At this point, I ran into my parents' room, screaming and crying. The house hasn't changed in over 40 years. It's the only house that looks this old in my neighborhood. What
0: the hell was that creature? Okay, the the cracking footsteps sounds terrifying, but it also sounds like me getting up in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> crackety crack Every, I'm like that sounds terrible crack. and then I'm like oh wait my feet like will like I am a That's crackety sound like. cracky person <laughs> but then I'm thinking witch of some sort some sort of like the Ooh. description of the long like because I was thinking it's an old woman it's an old woman with like arthritis but the and the nosebleeds oh. and earaches it feels there it feels like witchy darkness. to me some sort yes. of dark um
1: Oh, the imagery of this hunched over the nails. Like, I'm imagining the nails are so long. They're, like,
0: scratching and dragging on the hardwood floor. Ooh, uh, ooh that's the cracking? Like, or they're, like, doing that. Like, that sounds oh, yes. too cheerful. But, you know, like, that's the... <laughs> it's her toenails cracking on the floor. Yes. Um, mm. Wait, that so, so do they still live there? They said it stayed the same for 40 years. I
1: don't think that they still live there. I think that uh they went they must have gone back to, to capture this photo because it didn't sound like oh, oh. they still living there. So they there. went
0: back and they're like, Yep, still creepy as shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I want to see that photo. I'm excited to see that. Um yeah, that Somebody- sounds like bad juju.
1: Somebody commented that there was a little boy in the window of the photo. But I zoomed in pretty far and didn't see. But I'm also the type of person where it's like, look at this photo. Do you see the ghost? I never see it. Like,
0: uh, yeah, unless somebody will
1: literally have to like draw the outline of a face for me to be like, oh, there it is. I'd not I'd not great at seeing them in photos.
0: It's a bit of a hard sell. For me, a lot of the photos for sure. Um, some of them I'm like, oh shit, that does look like that's pretty convincing if it's yeah. not Photoshop, right? If that's like a genuine oh, like the ones photo. where it's like
1: friends taking a photo and there's like the a whole face a whole face in between yes. two friends. Yeah, and like, ah! like
0: <laughs> the one that got me was the one from that Channel Islands psychiatric hospital. And California and I think I sent what didn't we post that one where the oh, guy it was in a the picture basement. in the mirror and there was like a face that one creeped me the fuck out I don't know that one got what yeah. got me good that I was like oh god but also my brain goes to like <sighs> could carbon monoxide poisoning like is there something in that house that's causing nosebleeds and shit and like is it like hallucinations nope is there something in my house that's causing <laughs> slurred words and mispronunciations? Man, could be, could be carbon
1: monoxide. Sure, 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 sure. Why not with halluc- hallucinations and nosebleeds? Yeah, never know. I don't
0: know because it stopped when she left the house. But something had a grip, or it's like someone is buried where they buried on an old hanging tree, or the site of a witch trial. Or, ooh,
1: I think that this was in Massachusetts. <gasps> Oh fuck! Which you know a
0: bit of the hauntings
1: at, in there.
0: I do, but I, I I don't want them. Witch trials were like innocent ladies who died, but even innocent folk who die could probably come back with a vengeance, right? Like if you oh,
1: I'd curse the shit out yeah, of somebody exactly. if they innocently killed you. Me. Don't, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think that they were real witches in life, but. If they have any sway in the afterlife, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They could curse the land. They could curse the house. They could curse all that shit, right?
1: That's right. Um, That's right.
0: Ooh, speaking of curses.
1: Oh, no. Oh, it's going down. My house is burning down tonight.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm like so excited for this. So last week, we told stories of Irish haunts inspired by our placement way up on the charts of the Ireland podcasting world World, okay (laughs) so stoked we were very excited about this inspired a whole episode so I get a message from a fan of the podcast a listener named Kim and Kim says I feel responsible in a weird and awesome way Last month, I took a tour of the entire country of Ireland, 1,300 miles. I felt so young. During this adventure, I listened to Skeletales and spread the love. (laughs) Just saying, this Colorado gal spread a lot of love your way.
1: (laughs) Kim! Oh, my God. I could hug you. That is incredible.
0: Yes! I love that. I didn't, like, she had the power. She pushed us to the Seriously. very close to the top of the charts in Ireland she,
1: thank you Kim I, you pushed us up there and spreading the love
0: it. you know what uh, if people are planning a trip or something like this we should send them a bunch of stickers to like slap on stuff along the way
1: message us I will send you an envelope full of stickers that you can slap all over everyone's suitcases around the world Heck yeah! We, Love that. That's awesome.
0: So because I didn't get a chance to do this last week, I still had a bit more to share with you of the um, Irish lore and Irish tales. So I wanted to finish up with some good old Irish curses. Okay. Oh,
1: no. Are you going to curse me, Alyssa? I might.
0: So that's why I wanted to save it for the end. I really wanted to, like, just curse a bunch of folk right before we sign off. Strange Irish curses. To Hex Your Enemy. And this comes from irishcentral.com. Awesome. Not surprisingly, they mostly revolve around hell, beer, and marriage. But they are deadly <laughs> nonetheless. And this is by uh, okay, Sean Brosnan, irishcentral.com. Yes, love? There's a package. Okay. Thank you. Um, um, is somebody,
1: is there somebody actually waiting at the door?
0: They're waiting at the door for me? Yeah oh okay Juan I'll be right back I can curse them may you all go to hell and not have a b- drop of porter to quench your eternal thirst I'm gonna remember that <laughs> you're memorizing it
1: <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious
0: there was someone there I didn't curse him I said thank you I wussed out <sighs> Oh missed opportunity I feel like if I curse someone, I'd have to like have them check back in with me to make sure it worked. (laughs) Uh, How are you feeling? Yeah. You you, uh, bleeding out the nose and stuff? Yeah. Are you thirsty? Okay. Because that's the (laughs) first one. Okay. So some of the top Irish curses. You might want to get a pen and paper here. I'm ready. So you can remember. Replay this. Okay. Number one. May you all go to hell. Oh, should we try to do it in Irish accents? Oh, it's so bad.
1: Oh, please it's so bad. Do please do. Oh. Absolutely. No. Do you need to
0: listen to one before you do it? Almost, that's how I always. Do. I I like. All I can picture is Scrooge McDuck, and he's not even Irish. Uh, <laughs> the Dairy Girls were a good one. If that would be uh-huh. a good point of reference, listen to one. Like I got to listen to someone talk. What do you mean? Well, that's
1: how. That's how I feel inspired to like. Um oh I just oh I just have to listen to someone Irish and then I
0: understand
1: <laughs> so good I didn't what even What if have I, to just listen. Listen. I just listened to, to you my I'm going to listen to <laughs> Brett
0: and base it on Brett cuz you get a little high like that okay oh, you know. May you all go to hell and not have a drop of porter to quench your eternal thirst Oh can you even hear the good. quote Is that a pat through that the a accent that may so, you all may you all oh, and you c- you can't quench
1: your thirst you're For, just eternally thirsty
0: may you all go to hell and not have a drop of porter to quench your eternal thirst Ooh, good one okay so yeah you're okay. you're eternally thirsty in hell that's it okay may the devil cut the head off you and make a day's work of your neck
1: <laughs> that you did talk about having a kinked neck earlier. I did. Somebody curse you?
0: Well, they didn't cut my head off first. Make a I, day's I, work of your neck. What? What do they do? Like I, they're gonna do something that, with your like neck well, stuff?
1: Like the the devil's taking control of your neck.
0: Maybe it's I, my my brain just goes like are you
1: decapitated. And-
0: <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> it is decapitated. But I thought you're saying dick. I thought you decapitated. <laughs> that's where my brain goes like what are you going to do with a neck like just a neck hole right i don't think it'd be a hole even
1: i don't it's not doesn't even make a good cup no
0: what do you a do straw maybe. may they make a day's work of your neck may the devil cut off the head of you and make a good day's work of your neck this is what i mean nothing it's english but i don't understand what the hell okay okay what else do we got okay i'm i'm liking these so far okay May you die without a priest in a town with no clergy. Oh, that's a curse. Oh, no priest. That's some fighting words, I feel like, in mm. Ireland. You do not want that. You need those last rites. <laughs> may our, uh, may <laughs> I can't do an accent. I'm so bad.
1: No, do it. You're doing great.
0: May your, may your obituary be written in weasel's piss
1: like that one. That
0: one is pretty <laughs> good. That one's pretty good. Um, Why weasels? Mm, oh, their pee smells real bad. This is a hint, though. They must have weasels in Ireland, and their <gasps> pee smells real bad. Probably oh does. Probably very musky. We're answering our own questions, questions Okay, here. this is a hint. Okay. Another one. May the cat eat you, and the may the devil eat the cat. Mitt. Myth- <laughs> Oh, my God. May the cat eat you and may the devil eat the cat.
1: That poor cat.
0: There's also cats in Ireland. Cats are fucking happy All right. to eat cats you. Cats and
1: weasels. They will chew on weasels. you
0: if you die. No problem. Poor cat. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. They're going for your eyes first.
0: But yeah, the cat doesn't necessarily deserve to be eaten by the devil, right? Okay. So we I got cats. kind of assholes. Got- <laughs> they kind of are. Yeah. May you be afflicted with the itch, but have no. I can't do this. Okay. You you did a good accent. Nope. That's horrible. (laughs) I I can't do. an Irish accent. If I went to Ireland, I'd be able to do it. No, I wouldn't. I can't do it. That's Scottish. There's
1: a lot of Scottish in there. In your I don't know the
0: difference. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. Okay. May you be afflicted with the itch, but have no nails to scratch with.
1: Oh.
0: Now that's a curse. That is the curse. That's
1: a solid curse.
0: Yes. And if that itch is in your butthole, that's the worst place. (laughs) May you be afflicted with the itch of the butthole.
1: Oh my God. And you can't get it. But (laughs) have no
0: nails to scratch with. I'm just amending that one. I think everyone should feel free to do that. Like if you have, yeah, just a a little itch, just be able to. Or like. May you be afflicted with the itch of your wiener hole, (laughs) but have no nails to scratch with. Like you can kind of, these are, you can play with these a little bit. Okay. A lot of
1: good itching spots. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This one.
0: You're going to like this one, Brett. This one reminds me of you.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: May you get the runs on your wedding night. <laughs> uh, I knew you would like that one. Did that's you have it, the that's, runs that's, on your that's, wedding? That's that's all it. It. It that, is. that was that was. All, that, um, that was I do have a story about that actually. So,
1: <laughs> uh, Mike and I got married in the Virgin Islands. So, 17 years ago, just about 17 years ago. Um, The morning of our wedding, we were to take a ferry over to St. John's Bay in the Virgin Islands and get married on the beach. So (laughs) Mike wakes up in the morning and he his stomach is a flurry and he's like this is it this is the like the wedding jitters that people talk about like i didn't think i was gonna have them. i've got the jitters turns out
0: he just had the shits (laughs) (laughs) oh my god did he talk did he meet an irish fella at all on this trip the Virgin Islands are full of the Irish. Oh, my God. No, not a single one.
1: <laughs> not a single one. Okay. Um, but we did that same night. We were trying to find our hotel. And we were stopped by a local who said, hey, you guys want some party supplies? And my mom's like, well, my mom is, in no. And I'm like, but like
0: balloons and streamers
1: and stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yes. Not those kind of party oh.
0: supplies. I love how your Mormon mother was hip to what <laughs> he was trying to sling.
1: I was like, but yeah, you're our like, wedding tomorrow. Absolutely. We could use some balloons. Oh,
0: maybe Mike okay. said, yeah. And they were just laxatives on the sly. He's like, absolutely. <laughs> I do want some of them. How to you
1: slide me something, brother? Oh, no. He's like, I'll those. slide
0: you something. Something to will slide. To give you the slides. <laughs> Is diarrhea called the slides? Because it should.
1: My neighbor calls it the slides. I've never heard anybody (laughs) else call it that before. And it tickles me every time she says it.
0: (laughs) That's great. The slides.
1: Alyssa, did you just curse me? Like, are Irish curses for real? Like, am I doomed to have the itches and the runs for the rest of my life?
0: Get back to me on that. You tell me. And you, dear listeners at home.
1: Oh, my God. You've cursed all of them us listening, know,
0: too. Let us know, I suppose. Oh. I was real specific about that butthole thing. So that should be easy to nail down. <laughs> <laughs> Call in. Let us oh know how that beehole's doing. Yeah. Please don't. I, um, I'm i wondering. I will. How about um, may all curses ever cursed upon ye be lifted?
1: Oh. Uh. Perfect. Spanish. Excellent. And
0: then I'll do a banshee call for it.
1: Ah!
0: And I wrap that up.
1: <laughs> wrap it up with a bow. Boop. Done. Good. Beautiful. I, I love a good... Especially in your accent. I love your curses. My accent especially was Especially since so you say they're not actually going to happen.
0: Shameful. Right. Okay. But yeah. And please, <laughs> like, if you have a butthole itch, please don't... Like, I want someone to go to the doctor and be like, yeah, I was listening to this podcast. And they cursed me, and now my butthole itches and it won't stop itching. Um, also, my nails <laughs> fell off. I don't know what's going on. I'm pretty sure it was this podcast. I'm real, yeah. <gasps> if any of that happens, I'm, go to your doctor. Don't call us, don't tell us that this happened.
1: Mm-mm. We can't solve it, we can just dish it out. We can't solve that for you. No, nope,
0: no, the slides. No
1: backseat outsies now. Nope. <laughs> slides. Oh, man. Oh, hey, if you have a story that you would like to share with us about curses that may or may not have happened to you, you can email us.
0: At 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 gmail.com.
1: We also have a hotline you can call in 302-689-DEAD,
0: 302-689-3323. You can tell us about your curses. Heck yeah. If you've heard a story from a story, a telephone story is fine. If you heard a story from a friend, you want to tell us about it.
1: Mm -hmm. let us know
0: we want we want to hear it um you can also find us on all the social medias we're on instagram at skeletales podcast we're on facebook at skeletales community is our group you should come on over and join like the facebook page skeletales we're also on tiktok at skeletales i think that's just it right
1: We've got a merch shop that you can find at Skeletalespodcast.etsy.com com. Uh, what am I forgetting? Sh- like, share, rate, review, tell a friend. Heck yeah!
0: Do all those things,
1: <laughs> Alyssa. There was one more. Th-
0: <laughs> Alyssa,
1: there is one more thing oh. that I uh, found on my phone today that I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah. Haunt y'all later. Haunt you later.
0: Good night. Good night.